attention, please. Stop walking while I'm squawking. All aboard. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. We're, I guess it's more like hi. Hey. We're back. Yo. I mean, we're excited to be here. Yes. But we're back from vacation. We're back. I don't want to be back. I want to be on vacation. Adam and I were just talking about how, like, this last week, we've been home for a week now, and I have hit such a hard slump. Work, of course, has been insane. Both of us have had insane weeks with work because we missed a whole week, but I am just, like, slogging through it all. I cannot focus, and I am a true crime producer on the side, so I'm having to, like, read these crime scene case files, and I'm just like, hmm... So I guess uh, what, what's the next uh, Disney cruise I should book? Oh, no, I need to focus on on the uh, evidence that I'm trying to describe in this show. Yeah, I feel you. This week was like getting blasted by a torpedo of a fire hose yeah. in the face. I would much rather be back at Disney. So now we're here. We've got wine and we're going to just relive the trip the next couple episodes and that's what's going to happen because we're going to pretend we're still there actually tonight we were literally sitting out here watching adam hatton on castor key oh and were you like i know that spot i know all of those places now no i didn't know that spot because he splurged for the cabana oh yeah he's also staying in a concierge level he's doing the fancy dude not us we do not have that concierge money to spend it sounds phenomenal but it is really pricey i don't know should we start a patreon with all five of you yes we might have money for like a cocktail on the ship yeah please next time if we do a patreon that we could raise enough money for one cocktail i think so let's do it <laughs> <laughs> so we thought we would spend the next couple episodes because i who knows probably more we i mean you know us we're going to be talking about this for weeks ad nauseum but we thought we would spend the next couple of episodes really doing a deep dive on our trip We'll slowly start getting some stuff up on Instagram. Like we have all kinds of videos and pictures and stuff from the cruise. I've been like going through it every night. Just sad. I know. Shared album. Just sad that we're not there anymore. I know. Me too. We're going to break it into two parts for y'all because there's a lot. It was a week. We were basically gone a week. And so we'll we'll break it down and uh, really just share the good, the bad, the highs, the lows, the exciting, the sad, the like, eh. And we'll uh, go from there and talk through it because there was all I have to say is a week is not enough. We did not mm-hmm. even come close to nearly experiencing everything on that ship. It's so true. I think about like how we did get a lot accomplished, but at the same time, I just felt like I didn't. I was rushed in a few places. I want to go yeah. back and really dedicate more time. So yeah, look, I just want to hang out with Carlos at Hooks Barbary and have some uh, smoked old fashions. Carlos. I'll just sit there the whole cruise. Our man, Carlos. Carlos knew my name by the time we were done. We went there three (laughs) times on a (laughs) four-night cruise. I went three nights because he made the best smoked fashion. He put it in like, I don't even know what it was, like some machine. Oh, I didn't tell you the drama either on the last night because – you wanted me to grab you a cocktail. Well, I saw. We couldn't get one. You couldn't get one because you had to be at Hook's Barbary before 8 p.m., but really that meant before 7.30 because the line is, like, out the door. People want to get these cocktails, and he was only open from 5 to 8. So when I got there, I was like, Carlos, you're a wizard. We're back. And he was like, yeah, so my smoking device is broken. And so he was, like, fiddling with it for the first 10 minutes we were sitting there. 
He's like, I can make you a regular old fashioned. It just won't be smoked. And frankly, like, it'll be fine. But you want it smoked. And we're like, yeah, we want it smoked. And he fixed it. He fixed it for us. So. Oh, Carlos. I know. He's a little flustered. Oh, Carlos. I, yeah, he was he was a good man. So we're going to kind of talk through, I think, this week, a little preview. We're going to talk through our first day. We all went to the Magic Kingdom together and did a little uh, something fun there. <laughs> and then we got on the ship. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about kind of our first thoughts, the stateroom, some of the activities, what our little ones, what Ray and Noah got to go do. And then because it's what we do, we're going to talk about some drinks. We gave you a little preview of one of the lounges. The lounges were there. I like it. It was about the lounges on this this ship. The lounges delivered. They were here to stay. They were here to play and stay. It was the best. And then come back next week because we'll get into all the food, all the food. I Mm -hmm. like I'm having to like slowly ease back into my diet I've been on because like I think I expanded my stomach so much on the cruise ship that like I'm hungry all the time now. Um, So we're going to talk about all the food, the spa, Castaway Key, like all that stuff in a week. So stay tuned for that. But we thought we'd, you know, there's just so much that we figured we would start now and get through what we can and then get to more of it next week. Yeah, we can't fit it all in one episode. You guys would be here for seven hours. Okay, well, let's start off with the Magic Kingdom Day. So this was the day before we got on the boat. We decided to do a day, both of our families, so all six of us went to Magic Kingdom. Adam and Kurt came in late that night, so they basically got to their hotel. Saturday night, yeah. Dropped off your stuff. And then, Adam, you are the silliest of gooses because you set yourself (laughs) in an alarm for like 2 in the morning, and what did you go do? Yeah, I set my alarm for 2.30 in the morning, got up, tiptoed into the bathroom to get my running gear on and headed out the door for Epcot and went and did the Toy Story 10 miler run Disney race part of their springtime surprise weekend. It was (laughs) the silliest thing I've ever done, Um, but so much fun. And I'm a run Disney person. So it was so cool. I got up. It was the middle of the night. You get up, you get dressed, you throw your running stuff on, you traipse out the door. It is one of the most organized things I've ever seen. You literally walk to the bus pickup area at the resort at, you know, oh, Siri was listening to me. Mm. Um, You literally get up, walk to your resort. Buses start at 3.30 in the morning or so to get you out to Epcot for the start because it starts at 5 a.m. Yeah. And so it was just one bus. They fill it up. Next bus would show up. So we would stay in there at Art of Movies. And art of movies, no, all star uh, movies, all star <laughs> movies. <laughs> movies. Uh, we were at all star movies, one of the value resorts, and we'll talk about that at some point. But yeah, we got on the bus in the morning, went straight to Epcot. It was very weird showing up at Epcot at like 3 45, 4 o'clock in the morning with thousands of other people fully dressed up in Pixar costumes. I stuck out like a sore thumb because I just wore a tank top and shorts to run in, did not have a full costume. You also got called out about it, which is hilarious. People were like, you need to dress up next time. Like, don't even do these runs if you're not at least going to wear a Toy Story themed T-shirt or something. But yeah, it was bad. I should have had like a Pizza Planet shirt on or something. But so we got to the start. I somehow wound up at the very front of the race, which has never happened before. So (laughs) I was in the first group to go off. And I got to tell you, this is my new way to race. So you would like, it was a 10 mile race. I had a great run and there were so many characters. And I think I posted a bunch of them on the Instagram. We were doing it. 
But like, yeah, you would stop every like mile or so, get in a line to take a picture with the character and then keep on going. And it was it was so much fun. And like everybody is so supportive of each other. Nobody's out there to like run a fast race or just out there to have a good time. So that said, at the end of it, I did sign up for next January. What I coached, we talked about it. We did a whole episode about Run Disney earlier this year. I have decided to bite the bullet and I am going to run the Dopey Challenge in January next year. It is a four mornings in a row of 5 a.m. start. So four mornings in a row of that 2.30 a.m. wake up. It is a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon and a full marathon. And I'm doing it all to continue to kick cancers. But we will post a link in the Instagram if you feel like you want to donate and help. It'll be with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which you all know about that I have done. And like they are the title charity for Run Disney and the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. Help me continue to kick cancer's butt and we will do it. But we'll be much more on that later. But I this was my like, I'm going to try this out and see how it goes. And if I like this and then now I'm committed. So four days of racing in January. But it was a lot of fun. It was the best way to kick off a week of gluttony. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All we did after that was eat and drink. So this was the good way to go. It's true. Well, I'm super excited for you. I remember seeing you the next morning. You were like super chipper and happy. And I was like, I don't know how you are handling this. By like three o'clock, I wore you my were metal around the park. You did, but you were dead to the world by like three or four o'clock. We went back to the hotel and you were falling asleep on the bus. We also had a very memorable morning and a memorable trip with you to the Magic Kingdom because we started our morning off with my six year old losing her very first tooth yes. in the hotel room. She had two wiggly teeth. I swear I thought they were going to fall out the day before when we were at Epcot. But Ryan was showering or about to hop in the shower. And Ray is eating her breakfast, watching cartoons. (laughs) And I just hear, Mom. And I look over and she's holding the tooth in her hand. And I start freaking. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I'm jumping off the bed and trying to get it. And she's got a little blood. So we're And Ryan comes running out in a towel. And he's like, what happened? He thought like they're. She had fallen because we were making so much commotion. Uh, But no, she had just lost her first tooth. And so when we got to the parks, we got her a I'm celebrating button. And we had them write, I lost my first tooth today. And it was adorable. Everybody talked to her about it. We we met a bunch of characters. Um, Mickey like gave her a high five and was like, she was showing him the spot. And it made her feel like a million bucks. This is the most on brand thing for your family. I know the fact that Ray <laughs> lost her first tooth at Disney World. There could not be a more on brand moment for the Johnston family whatsoever. It's like, so accurate. Of course, of course she did. Of course she lost her first tooth of at Disney course, World. Naturally. And let me tell you, folks, if you ever lose a tooth, I'm assuming this also happens at Disneyland, but if you ever lose a tooth in a Disney park, go over to First Aid and they will give you a little tiny treasure chest so you can keep your tooth in a safe spot. And so we did that and Ray was thrilled. So, yeah. So another magical thing happened, though, that morning. Tron? We all got to ride Tron. Yes. I got us. Well, let's tell everybody. I did the virtual queue, and I think I am too fast. I have too quick of a finger in the virtual (laughs) queue because we were in boarding group seven, which is basically like the first boarding group. Normally, you're in like boarding group (laughs) 63 or 85, and here we are in the first ones and we've got little ones and we're trying to get out the door and you've just done a 10 mile race well Um, i was literally like i saw we were boarding group seven and i was like oh i can't 
dilly daddle after I finish this race. I have to get back <laughs> on the bus and get back to the hotel and change because we got to be at the Magic Kingdom. Yes, <laughs> like, we there do. There was no no leisurely morning. Yes, well, whatsoever. It, it was still too early for all six of us, with two of them being small children. So you and I stayed back, and we let the husbands go on Tron. They we made it just in time for them to scan in their seats, and then you and I rode it later because we paid for a Lightning Lane. So, yep. what were your thoughts on Tron? Oh <sighs> All right, so I have two thoughts. One, the first time, because I got to ride it with Kurt, because you guys took Noah. Yeah. We rode in the front row, and I had no idea what to expect. And it was the ride was mind-blowing. The queue was just kind of not a queue. Like, it was silly, yeah. almost. It was like, okay. It was a cool effect in the queue. I won't spoiler alert it, but, like, it was, it was a cool effect. But then yeah. there was no, like... You go from like having just done Guardians Cosmic Rewind, which the queue and the pre-show is so elaborate for that. And the ride is so elaborate. This kind of felt like a letdown a little bit in terms of the pre-show and the storytelling with it. Like it just the story wasn't there. It didn't bring you in like they do on Guardians. I agree. You know, I think that also specifically with Orlando, the cues there are always king. They are so superior to the ones we have at Disneyland because Disneyland, all of them are outside and you're all squished together. At Disney World, they know what they're doing because they have to make sure people are indoors because of the heat. So they always have great cues in whatever you're riding. Like even Peter Pan, they've plussed up that cue line. So I was disappointed too with the Tron cue. And what you're talking about, the big reveal moment is super cool. But the rest of it, and I, I don't know how you feel. I know that... Your husband knows the Tron story really well. I don't know right. a stitch of it. So, I don't know it very well. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, what's, okay, cool. What's happening? Oh, and now we're already yeah. on our Tron bikes. It was, it was just very fast. I think the difference with Cosmic Rewind is that they really tell you, you know the story as you're going in. Even if you're not a huge Guardians of the Galaxy fan, yeah. you get what's happening and you can buy into the story. This was just kind of like... Here you are. Get on the ride. Yep. And like the ride was cool, but it was also super short. It's like a minute long. Mm-hmm. And the beginning was amazing. Like the first time I did it. And then I will say I'll fast forward to the end of the trip because we did park days on the back end after the cruise. We paid for Tron again to do it at night under the lights. Yeah. Under the cool dome. The dome. Eh. Eh. Still. I was like, I'm good. I'd rather do Space Mountain. Ah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was good, not great. I don't need to do it again. I wouldn't buy a lightning lane for it. As I'm drinking out of my Space Mountain cup right now. Dude, I almost made myself a cocktail, but it's a little early over here. It's like five o'clock for me. So I poured a glass of wine. Oh, oh. Oh, then I should have done it. I'm drinking white wine, but I have that same, not that cup, but I have uh, teacups and Peter Pan one, and I almost made a cocktail. We know I had the Alice one, too. I, yes. They really need to come back out with these because I had ta- I had Collins glasses of them too, and those all broke. So yeah. I need them to come back with these again. We're talking about yeah. the old school movie po- or uh, old school <laughs> ride posters on cocktail glasses that they had. They were great. It was a great line they did. Okay, so we did Tron. That was exciting. I did get to introduce Dana and Ryan to my mm. favorite lunch at the Magic Kingdom. Yes, this is a this is a hot tip, folks. This is a hot tip coming in live for you. Best quick service lunch and mobile order because there's no wait to mobile order. There's always a crazy silly line for this place. But if you mobile order, also mobile order everything because yeah. you're able to get a window whenever you want the window. Like, does nobody 
mobile order anymore? Because I see like I don't think I don't so. understand. Just mobile order. It's so, so much, much faster. faster. Yeah. I you agree. can do it as you're like in line at a ride, knowing you're about to get off and you want to have lunch later. Anyway, so over at I always want to say it's at the Sleepy Hollow place. It is. It's, it's not. It's the Oh, it is Sleepy Hollow. It's Sleepy Hollow. Hollow. Yeah, yeah. You want to call it Liberty Tree, but it's Sleepy Hollow. Because yeah. you called it Liberty Tree to me that day. And I was like, no, that's a sit-down restaurant. And you're like, yeah, the yeah, one with no, the Sleepy window. Hollow. It's Sleepy Hollow. So Sleepy Hollow. People go there for breakfast a lot because you can get waffles. That's what we do. We and do Dana the waffles and Nutella and berries. No, no, no. It's very yeah. good. I mean, that's nice. That's it's nice. It's very good. It's lunch is phenomenal. It is a fr- – and I've talked about this before. It's a fried chicken and waffle. It is their waffle – with this fried chicken with this hot honey sauce on the fried mm. chicken. And it's yeah. got a nice little kick to it. And then this coleslaw on top of it. And then homemade potato chips with it. And you can get a shaky Jamaican cold brew there too. Your so favorite. that is the best lunch. It's not very expensive. It's the best lunch you can get in the Magic Kingdom. Don't yeah. waste your time on a sit down for lunch. You want to quick something because you're in the middle of rides and everything else. Go there. And it's right by the parade route. So you can find a spot to actually see the parade go by while you're having your fried chicken and waffle. Which is what we did. We actually, you'd picked up our fried chicken and waffle before we got there because we got stopped (laughs) by the parade. We couldn't even get to you because the parade was like happening right here. But we watched the parade, which was really fun. I hadn't seen that in a while. We saw the dragon, fire breathing dragon. Hold on. Speaking of the dragon, we totally missed while we were on a cruise ship that... The dragon at Disneyland burst into flame. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our friends were there. I believe Sierra and Kim were there that night, but they weren't They weren't watching Fantasmic when this happened. But, yeah, that thing burnt up to a crispy critter. It is donezo <laughs> for a while. But now they've stopped doing the fire-breathing dragon in all the parks. So we got to see it one of the last times when it came through at Magic Kingdom because they've, as a precaution until they figure out what caused it to blow up at Disneyland during Fantasmic, they're pausing the fire-breathing dragon. Dang. Okay, well. Effect. And so then I would say the only last thing to mention is, because we had a really nice day at Magic Kingdom. It was like a chill. It was like, chill. We did some rides. The kids had fun. But then we got to end the day at the best sit-down restaurant at Magic Kingdom, too. Yes. Skipper Canteen. If you have not been there, you should check it out. I think it might be the best sit-down restaurant in all of Magic Kingdom. And they admittedly don't have a lot of great ones. But this one is super legit. I would go there every time if I could. Food. Yeah, the food is awesome. The atmosphere the is, is super so cool. Good. Yeah, the food. You, and there's a lot of like fairly large portions you can kind of share among your party, yeah. which is what we did. That bread that they gave us, the little garlic knots bread. Oh, my oh gosh. it was so good. Highly like recommend dip. it. And the waitress was great. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanted her to come <laughs> so hang good. out with us. She was like Charo. She was fun. Yeah, it was amazing. Food's good. Good drinks. We had margaritas. Then we had sparkling rosé after that. Mm-hmm. It was quite the quite the nice dinner and way to kick it off. And then we stuck around. Well, some of us did. You and me and Kurt and Noah hung out and waited for the fireworks show. Ever after. The yeah. return of Happily Ever After. Yeah. Um, it was magical. Dana and I had a little romantic evening that we, night together. We did because we went and rode Space Mountain right before. So we weren't with Kurt and Noah at that moment. We could, I mean, like, you know how fireworks shows are. We couldn't get to them and the show was just starting. So you and I sat, we were kind of like right underneath the Tinkerbell line. So that was super cool to yeah. see her so close. We, had, and yeah. we snaked our way into some good, a good spot. We did. I think somebody wanted to murder me on the way there because I accidentally yeah, yeah, knocked yeah, off yeah. Her, uh, her drink or something. But... 
I had no idea. I was blissfully unaware and yeah. just happy. And the New Yorker in me almost like came out to protect you. Yeah. Like this woman was like, she knocked it over. And I was like, what's well, your own fault for not holding on to yeah. something? I don't know. I was so unaware. After. I was so blissfully <laughs> unaware. And I was like, hey, Adam, I found this great spot. And he's like, cool. Yeah. But you know that you almost got your whooped like 30 <laughs> seconds ago by that woman over there i was like i what she's like yeah she was confident that you purposely knocked out her gatorade from her fist and i was like what well, i don't even know what we're talking about He's like well i went i almost went like toe-to-toe with her just in your honor i was like what well, i miss so much in just my walking so y'all the drama at the magic kingdom at 8 58 p.m before the fireworks high so, drama um i love happily ever after thank goodness that 50th Donnie and Marie show is over. We got mm-hmm. happily ever after. Tink flew. She was magnificent. It was great. Yeah. It was an Aces show. I'd never seen it before. This is my first time. I'm a Wishes girly, so that's the one I grew up watching a lot there. Wishes is really good. Wishes was really good. Um, but happily ever after was super solid. I loved it. I loved all the screens on the castle. Um, it was great. So I'd see it again. So then... We had to go to bed, but we couldn't because your husband and I were up doing laundry, <laughs> trying to That's have right. some clean clothes and drinking horrendous cocktails. Pro tip, avoid the cocktail bars at the value resorts because the pool bars, they don't know how to make a cocktail. It's really yeah. shocking. I mean, it kind of checks out, though. Like we were staying at one of the all stars, which was a perfectly lovely hotel. We'll, we'll give like a whole review of the Disney yeah, hotels yeah. and stuff because we stayed at a few of them. But just the food court and the the bar, you can tell, like, oh. just skip them if you can. But, yeah, we yeah. had to get up yeah. early. We set our bags out, and they were ready to be picked up promptly at 7 a.m. Like 7 in the morning. Oof. Because, so, well, let's talk about that. So what Disney Cruise Line does, if you're staying at a Walt Disney World Resort the night before your cruise, they will give you the bag tags for the cruise ship. Mm-hmm. You set your bag, you have your bags all ready to go except for your carry-on. By 7 a.m. the day you're departing, the Bell Services folks from the hotel come and collect them. Mm-hmm. You do not see your bags again until they are sat outside your stateroom on the ship. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It felt like. Like that luggage service was it great. It felt like we were back at old school Disney World trips, you know, before the pandemic when you could also do that. Like check your bags at the gate and then you wouldn't the see them in, yeah. at the airport and then you wouldn't see them again until they were in your yeah, hotel you didn't room. You used to have to go to the baggage claim. They just yeah. show up to your hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. That's long so. gone. So we put our bags out and then we headed to, we all got little letters in our room telling us where to go the next morning to pick mm-hmm. up Disney Cruise Line transportation. And we all, all of us, multiple other families, mm-hmm. but one family. Oh. And one they, person in a family. They made a mistake. I got the Shut whole, up on time. I got the rundown. Oh, got the rundown. I got the whole rundown. So yeah, so we're all, there's what, would you say like 10 families at the all-star movies? 10 families, yeah. Waiting. And we're waiting and we're told to all be there because we're supposed to get on the bus at like 9.15. Like 9 in the morning or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like 10 o'clock and we still hadn't gotten on, but there was one of the uh, cast members was sharing a lot, kind of oversharing. And I asked him, I was like, so what's going on? And he said, do not do this, folks. If you're going on a Disney cruise, do not do what this couple did. They flew in from wherever they were coming and then booked the Disney transportation from All Star Movies. And then their flight was delayed. So therefore, they just delayed all 10 of our families and they had to reroute the bus system to go pick up at sports first. And then they were supposed to pick us up first. And we got picked up last because this one family 
was delayed, and then they There's were transportation from the airport. But they didn't take it. They were in an Uber. And so they were contacting the Disney Cruise Line saying, don't leave yet. We're almost there. So the tip for the travel day of if you are doing Disney and you're going on a Port Canaveral, stay at least the night on any Disney property. Yeah. Stay at one of the values if you don't really care that much. Like, But stay there so that you're there and ready to go and make it a whole lot easier for you and everybody else. Don't try to get off an airplane and then get on the boat all in one day because it's just going to make your life a living hell. People missed. So there was some weather around the country and I remember getting on the Facebook group for our cruise ship mm-hmm. and there were quite a few families that actually missed the cruise because they were flying in day of and they had delays and cancellations and yeah they didn't make it. So yes, flying early like we did because we got there Saturday night to leave on Monday, which was great. Yeah. So other than that, once we got on the bus, we literally hopped on this bus and <laughs> it was a sweat box. Uh, oh my God. We have to talk about that, Adam. Yes. But I think that you and I have a different temperature setting in our bodies. It wasn't really bothering <laughs> it was me that much. Box. But it was so funny. Somebody had asked for them to turn it off on the very, like at the front of the bus. And Adam was like, hey, ask turn them the to turn it back on. Off. Yeah. So we asked and we did like three rounds of like the chain up to the, because we were sitting like middle to back of the the bus. And then some guy was just like, nope, I'm not going to tell him that. And so then Adam's like, oh, heck no. And then like just gets up in the, (laughs) the um, New Yorker in him comes out and just stomps forward and asks the bus driver. Then poof, all the air comes on and like everybody started clapping for Adam. It was like, thanks, buddy. Like all the dudes on the bus were like, yeah, man, thank you for that. (laughs) So. It was, it was needed. So it was, because it was getting really hot and humid on the bus and like yeah. it was hot and you were just like, this is not the way to start vacation. And so we finally, cause people were like fiddling with their air vents above their seats and like, yeah, nothing, nothing was, was coming, coming out. out anyway. But they like, the bus was fine. They played old Mickey cartoons on the bus ride out to the port, but then it was so cool. Everybody was like plastered looking out the window yeah. as soon as, the ship came into view when you came across this bridge into Port Canaveral. And you also could see NASA way out there. Like we looked and you could see NASA yeah, way we the missed, heck out there, which was kind of cool. We tried to see the launch, remember? At one point we were looking around the ship yep. a few hours later and we walked out, I think in like the adults club area. And right then the couple was like, you just missed it. It went like 10 minutes ago, but that would have been fun to see. Everybody was super excited. I have an adorable picture of my daughter's face just squished up looking at the big cruise ship. And this thing, folks... I have so not big. seen a cruise ship in a long time. And you pull up to it and you're like, oh, my goodness, this is even bigger than I had imagined it to be. It is massive. I think besides a Royal Caribbean boat out there, we were the largest cruise ship in that It was port. huge. It was massive. So we get off. Again, all we have are our carry-ons. We don't need to worry about our luggage. We went through the, um, I don't know what they call it, basically the, the TSA Customs experience yeah, where you have to like, show it your... was like going through airport security basically and noah decided to have a meltdown right then remember we were oh, like yeah oh, he didn't want to get in the stroller we're at, we're at that phase of like he does not want to be in the stroller at yeah, all he's two and a half that's a I fun mean, phase yep. yeah yeah so he decided right then and there as we were going through <laughs> security that was not when he wanted to be in the stroller I think you had it worse than I did because ours was very breezy. We also, when you go through, they give, if your kid's old enough to do the Oceaneer Club, which we'll talk about all the kids clubs in a second, yeah, yeah. Um, 
they give you the wristband right then and there, which is just a magic band. So Ray wore that the whole time we were on the show. Side note, we have Noah's magic band and they didn't charge us for it. Side note, we have Ray's magic band and they didn't charge it for us either. I think they forgot. We forgot to turn it in. But Are you sure you didn't get charged? I would check because we told them we lost it because we thought we did. Yeah. And they were like, it's fine. We'll just give you a new one and we'll just say it was lost. And then I found it in the stateroom later. So no one has, but I'll have to check. I don't think they charged us. Yeah, it's cute. It's fine. I want to know if you can use it as a regular magic band on our next trip. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Try to register it with her. Anyway, so check-in was like super seamless. Like we got off the bus. We all walked Mm -hmm. into the building, got in line. The line was quick. They literally just checked our passports and off we went. And literally the second we got up into the boarding area, they called our boarding group. And so we just got right in line and waltzed onto the ship. Yes, we did. And waltz we did because when you get on a Disney cruise, <laughs> they have cast members who make over a microphone, they make an announcement. So they'll say the Smith family or the, for us, the Johnston family, the Seacrest family. And that was really cute. And you walk into the grand, you know, entrance, the foyer, and you're just like, what is this ship? It's amazing. You have a stage Cinderella to the and Prince Charming were waving. Yep, you have a stage to the right, and then above them on like a balcony was Cinderella and Prince Charming. This stunning balcony, or I'm sorry, a stunning um, what's the word I'm looking for? A staircase Stair- with the yeah, Cinderella yeah. statue in front of it, and the glass slipper on the opposite side kind of greet you. You see the beautiful artwork all throughout. I mean, it's a great way to start. And then the the coup de gras is the giant chandelier with the crystalline stars that are twinkling. Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Beautiful. And just, so we got on board and they gave both Noah and Ray a magic wand. Mm-hmm. They got. And, and me, I got one too. Did they give me one? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't give Kurt and I one. I think I have it in the bag right over here. Um, but they gave they gave us a magic wand in the bag, by the way. So you know how I was obsessed. Side note, you know how I was obsessed with the cooler bags that they have, yeah. the, the like Disney Cruise Line cooler bags. Yeah. We never bought one. Somebody had apparently bought one and just left it full of ice on a bench on the way back to the cruise ship. So Kurt and I were like, we're looking around to see if anybody was claiming it. Nobody. And so we just dumped the ice out and we took it. Now we have a really good cooler bag nice. for free. The thing is like forty dollars. Yeah, and we have it for free. That's awesome. That's great. So score for us. Anyway, so you got on the ship. They gave him this wishing wand. This like really our first taste of the Disney entertainment happened when this woman came out and she was like, "Ooh, we're going to do a little wish. Wishes do come true. And it was it was cute. Yeah, it was fine. Okay, but the kids were more interested in. Should we just dive in about the kids clubs first? Yes, because the slide. The slide is the first thing that both Ray and Noah saw. Yep. And I have a great video of me and Noah going down the slide to the kids club. Yes. We should talk about these kids clubs. I mean, they were amazing. Let's get into it. Oh my gosh. I want to be a kid. I know. We kept saying that over and over again. So when you get on the boat, you have what? The first like two or three hours of being on the ship, everything is considered an open house. So you can go through things like the spa, the adults clubs, the kids clubs. So you get to kind of see everything. It's a good time to go look at that stuff. And that's what we did with the kids clubs. And I got to say too, we lucked out. So also point to taking Disney Cruise Line transportation Mm -hmm. to get to the port. 
We were oh, yeah. boarding group four. So we got onto the ship with like nobody on it. So when we went down to the kids clubs, it was wide open. Yes. I feel like an hour later, it would have been absolutely rammed down there. So if you want an early boarding group, book Disney Cruise Line transportation. Yep. Yes. You're going to get the earlier boarding group. You heard us say it already, but it was such an easy situation. And just so you guys know, because we'll tell you all, all things price tag wise, I think it cost us like $200 round trip for a family of three yeah, something like to that. do the transportation. But, you know, I think we, we probably would have spent. slightly cheaper because Noah was like a lap. A lap infant. I just know that like that price tag is not that bad considering that this is an hour and 15 minutes away from Orlando. It was a that drive. Yeah. So having somebody drive us and not have to pay for an Uber or a Lyft or rent a car and pay for it to be stored there was the way to go. So that was the price tag. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. That was the right decision. Okay. So the kids clubs. Very first thing is we go down and we check out these kids clubs. Ray went bonkers. As soon as we get, but actually, before you even go in, they have this thing that I want installed in my house. The hand washing. Did you do the hand washing thing? That was the coolest thing. So it is like why is that not everywhere? It's two tubes that you put your each hand into, and it basically does this like it looks like a a washing machine for your a power wash for your hands, and it pulls in the soap. You don't have to do anything but just leave your hands in there. It feels really cool, and then you pull them out and just dry them off. I watched Ray. She was like, this is fun. And then she pulled it out. She's like, one more time Noah for good it. luck. She goes, one more time for good luck. And I was like, okay, Noah, kid. I loved I it. Stuck Noah's hands in there and he was laughing hysterically. He thought it was the greatest thing ever. I was like, yeah. why do these not exist everywhere? It feels Forget like. Forget sinks. Get rid of sinks. Just put yeah. these in. These are the greatest yes. thing I've ever seen. It's so great and so efficient. Like you get everything, so thorough. You get everything washed. It feels like very like a cool Japanese technology to me. But yeah, 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 yeah. It had to have, had to have been. Genius. But- like eliminate, eliminate sinks and bathrooms, put these in. And it makes you keep your hands in for like the full 20 seconds. Like it yes. does the full hand yep. clean thing. Yeah, it Done. was cool. Done. Loved it. Best part of the kids club. <laughs> Okay, so you guys have all heard me talk about this before. Our prep with Ray on this vacation was that we showed her some of those YouTube videos so she could be familiar with the ship. And when she saw the part about the Oceaneers Club for kids, she saw that they have all these bathrooms where the hand-washing stations are, are these, like, different stalls, and they're all Pixar characters on them. And that was the single thing she wanted to do on this vacation was use the bathrooms at the kids' club. And I have video of it. I will post it. You see her so excited. We're like, do you want to use a bathroom? She's like, yeah, just shaking her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes and uses one, and when she closes the door, Ryan and I can hear her from outside the door, and she goes, this is so cool. It's just a bathroom, you guys. There's nothing in inside there but she was beyond thrilled so life made for that kid kids clubs i mean so we walked around and we had noah with us and it was cool for him to get to see the areas where he's not old enough to be in yet but the very first thing we do is we waltz into the star wars room the star wars cargo bay or whatever they called it was just part of the kids club and the coolest themed star wars room you felt like you were on a star wars ship all of a sudden and chewie was there like 
Chewbacca yeah. was just hanging out for photos and we just waltzed in and like took a photo with Chewie and it was great. I know that was so was- cool. <laughs> I learned later that Ray spent most of her time in the, two of the areas and one of them was the cargo bay because she loved the porgs that they had. And I, I believe that they let the kids like quote unquote train the, the porgs because they're like little animatronic oh, porgs. And so they teach them tricks and stuff. And she kept talking about how awesome that was. And she, I thought she'd be a little nervous of that room because it is very dark and in colors and tone. It's Star Wars. Uh, but no, she loved Should it. Should we back up and explain how the kids club system works? So they've got three different kids areas on the ship. They have the Oceaneers Club, which is like three to It's three 12, to 12. Which is where Ray, Ray was went. hanging out. They mm-hmm. have the It's a Small World Nursery, which is zero to three, where Noah was hanging out. And then they have the teen clubs. They're called Vibe and Edge. And so the teen clubs, Vibe, I think, right? Vibe is like for kids 13 to 15 or 16. And then Edge is like 15 to 18. I've read, we don't have kids obviously in that age group, but I've read that what they like about it is that they overlap in ages. So if you've got a 15-year-old who kind of wants to be in one versus the other, they can go back and forth. They don't have to just be stuck by a certain age group. Yeah. And like, but what's so genius about this is with the Oceaneers Club, they put a little magic band on them. You parents have to check them in. Mm -hmm. They're in there. And they meet friends, they have stuff to do, they're occupied, and parents can go off and do what they want. Which is what uh, we did a lot the, on it's this It's a Small trip. World Nursery, which I'll, I'll get into more of the It's a Small World Nursery in a second because there's like intricacies with it. But it's the same concept that you drop the kid off, they're in great hands, mm-hmm. and you come back a few hours later and pick them up. Yeah. And it's great. And they're taken care of. And Ray loved going there. She like loved she, going in there. Real quick, I want to just finish off with a different room. So we talked about the Star Wars cargo yeah. bay. They also had a reading area and an arts and crafts area that were princess-themed. So the reading area was Belle, and I wanted to hang out there and just read a book by myself there. Um, the arts and crafts section was tangled. They even had the frying pan on the side of the door. I think oh, one of the coolest Kim. things. I know, for Kim. Frying pans. Who knew? They also had a big... You got more than a bathroom. They also had a big screen that um, was of the Tangled Town. I don't even remember the name of it. But you can see the lanterns going up. and They were just moving slowly. I was oh, like, that's this cute. is so adorable. Um, and then they had the Imagineering Lab, which I know Ray spent a lot of time over there as well. Um, the Imagineering Lab was like where they did a lot more science-based, like kind of crafty things. I know that a lot of the lessons that were taught by the... The cast members were done over there. And then the big thing in that section was they had two giant screens where you could make your own roller coaster and then ride the roller coaster. Ray did this several times. She told me she did this with a couple of boys. Boys. She was like, oh, yeah, I made best friends with some boys. It's like, what are their names? I don't know. I didn't ask. But um, she had the best time. (laughs) And the the seat doesn't actually move. It's just the screens. But you kind of – Think um, Spaceship Earth. I did it with her, and you just, like, pick between A and B options. And then once you've locked all those in, then your ride is created, and you get to go ride That's it. cool. That's so it's fun. very cute. And then they also have a um, kind of a small play structure, playground area. It's right next to the It's a Small World Nursery, so it kind of 
overlapped a little bit. Yeah. And that room was really cool because besides having a few little tiny slides and things to jump around on, they had those big screens that looked like the front of the ship. And so kids could steer the ship. And we have an adorable video of our kids playing right there. It's so cute. So what was so great about that room is like part of the day it was open for the older kids and part of the day it was open for the it's a small world nursery kids. So like Mm -hmm. kids who are in that two year old age, they could go in there and Noah loved it from what we understand from the counselors. So the it's a small world nursery is a smaller space. It's for zero to three. The room is amazing. They have a dark sleeping area with cribs and cots. They have tables and activities and coloring and all this stuff in this area and then a bunch of toys and like all these other different things, the whole sensory area too. Mm-hmm. And then you could go through another door and go into this like playground area with the soft play and all that. So the thing with the, it's a small wood nursery is so the Oceaneers club is free. You can drop your kid off there whenever you want. There's no reservations needed. You just ditch the kid and go. The mm-hmm. it's a small wood nursery or kick them down because- the slide because that the slide goes right into <laughs> the Oceaneer club. Yeah. <laughs> The It's a Small World Nursery because there is a lot more staff in there and they have a staff to kid ratio because the kids need more attention at that age. That you have to book in advance. It's $9 an hour, which is the cheapest daycare you will ever get. (laughs) And it was amazing. We were a little hesitant about it at first. So we had like booked a bunch of windows and we had said, okay, we're going to book these windows, but you can cancel four hours in advance. So if we're not into it, Noah's not into it, we can cancel it. Mm -hmm. Y'all, these women who work in this place... We were talking to some of them. They have been working in the nursery and cruise ships for like 5, 10, 15 years. Wow. They've been doing this. They love these kids and they are so good with them. So, so good. And they literally like, and you have to think Disney is going to have the best of the best when it comes to people who are caring for your children. You're trusting these people to watch your kid on a ship in the middle of the ocean, right? So like- we never once felt we went down there. We met them. They do meet and greets with all the counselors who work down there. And they were just phenomenal. So you would you come down, you bring extra diapers and wipes. You fill out a form every time you drop them off that said what foods they could eat, what they were allergic to, how when you want them to nap. And mm-hmm. so, like, we would say, no, usually naps between one and two. So if he was down there at that point, we'd say, hey, put him down. And they say, how do you want him put down? And you would say, with a cup of milk and a blanket. They would do it. That's so great. Same when we took him down there in the evening so we could go to do shows and have drinks and stuff. Yeah. They put him to bed at eight o'clock and he just, we'd take him down in jammies and he'd go into a crib at eight. We'd come down at 11, pick him up and he'd just sleep on me and I'd transfer him into the bed in our room. Well, and with the kids club, that's what we also did with you. And, And this is what I also loved about the kids club so much was... They give you a notification on your phone if and when your child, yeah. and this also with the nursery, when your child is ready yeah. for being picked up. And so we told Ray after dinner, there was usually one of the, the shows on the ship and that we all as the adults wanted to go do and maybe go get a cocktail or two. And so we told her, we're like, you can stay with us and go see Aladdin or Little Mermaid with us. Or you can go to the kids club. And two of the three times she was like kids club all the way. Like she wanted to just go there and she stayed there for anywhere between two and four hours in various increments throughout the day. There was one time on our last day where 
she was ready to get out. And at like 8.15, we got the notification, just a text to our phone. And we went and picked her up. We also ended up having a magical night with her because we ordered room service Mickey yeah. bars and watched Sword in the Stone while I finished packing. It was her first time seeing Sword in the Stone, and she's obsessed. She loves that movie now, and I love that she loves it. Aww. It's so great. So, But yeah, it's a great feature. It just They really do such a good job of keeping the kids happy but also making it so because there were other parents. I remember we were dropping Noah off and other parents were dropping their kids off at the nursery and they were like, feel guilty. And these mm-hmm. counselors were like, don't feel guilty. Like we've got them. Go yeah. enjoy your vacation. Have an hour or two. Come back and get your kid. And one counselor said something to a mom that I heard and I was like, yep, that's it. That she hit it. She was like, you're here to have a good time. They're going to be miserable tagging along with you at a bar, by the pool, whatever, when they can't even go to the pool because they're under three, Mm -hmm. they're like, they're having a blast down here. They're playing with other kids. They're having activities. The characters would come down to the small world nursery and see them. Same with the kids club. The kids are having a good time. Don't feel guilty about dropping your kids off down there. Drop them off for a few hours. Let them have fun. While you go to the spa, a nice little brunch like we did. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> like, do those things that you want to enjoy because the kids are having a blast down in the kids club, too. I agree. Big fan of the kids club. You just hit the nail on the head. Like, it's meant for them to have so much fun. And listening to my six-year-old come out and just gushing about her time in there and not wanting to leave. Most of the time, we had to go pick her up. And she's like, oh, already? Like, yeah, girl, you've been here for four hours. She was having the best time. She told us about how Cinderella came and read a book to them at one point and that Belle came. She was trying to make me jealous because she knows Belle is my favorite princess. So she's like, <laughs> Belle came and played games with us. And I was like, oh, lucky. So, yeah, highly recommend this if you have families and don't feel guilty about using the Oceaneer Club because it's there for a reason don't and your kids will have the best time. Okay, we should talk about um, our state rooms, I feel like, next. Yeah, you just read my mind because – After, and we're going to talk about food next week, so we're kind of skipping around here. But, like, after you go check out the kids' clubs and stuff, and I'll talk about the spa next week. I went and did a spa tour to see where Kurt and I were going to have our treatment in and all that stuff. You go grab lunch, and then you're waiting for the rooms to open. All the rooms opened at 2 p.m., I think, was the time that all the state rooms were available. So we went down and found our rooms. We had, and we've talked about this before, we purposely booked two adjoining rooms, uh, mm-hmm. which worked out great. Oh, to be aces. Able to be right next to each other, especially with the kids. Because at one point, like, Kurt stayed and watched Ray and Noah for a bit. And then, yeah. like, it just it worked well to be it able to be connected like that. I thought the rooms were the coziest hotel rooms I've ever stayed in in my life. They were phenomenal. I want to take it back really quickly because this is unique to only The Wish compared to the other Disney cruise ships. Disney cruise ships, all the rooms look identical. With The Wish, they also are the same, except that each of them have a different princess theme. So each room is going to have a different like headboard or there'll be like a set series of headboards. I think there's like an eight or ten rotation that they've got going on. We were on the ninth floor. If you want the specific room numbers, reach out to us and we'll tell you if this is a room that you want to book. But what I thought was interesting was the whole ninth floor did not have the same character. You and I didn't even have the same character. I was in a Sleeping Beauty room and you were in a Princess Tiana room. And we only know this because we had conjoining rooms. We could open the door. And the headboards looked so different, both stunningly beautiful, but very different. 
So, yeah. And I will say the ninth floor, if you're going to book a cruise, book the ninth deck. Deck nine was perfect because you were two floors below the pool deck and the food. Mm -hmm. You were far enough up from the other decks that didn't feel too bad to go down. It was a good deck nine was a good and we were more in the middle of the ship. Too, I felt like. Yeah, we were like middle to back, but our room was right next to yep. the stairs. And I actually really loved that. I was nervous at so first, smart. but no, it was so easy to get into our room and back yeah. out. So loved how close we were. Yeah, the stateroom itself was, a, I think it's 245 square feet. And so this is a small room. This was actually smaller than the all star movies room that we had just been in. Yes. Yet somehow it felt bigger in so many ways. Because they, just do it so good. It was efficient. It's configured so, you, so well. Yeah. You walk in and on one side you're going to have like a closet area that's quite large and it has sliding doors. So you have a lot of space to put stuff away. On the opposite side, you're going to have a split bathroom. There'll be one that has the toilet and the other one will have a small tub shower situation and both have a bunch of mirrors and more storage space. Then you get into the room itself and you have a giant bed that I think they were queen size beds. They're um, queens, yep. Concierge rooms have king. Oh, fancy. The little people rooms like we were in have queens. So you have a queen bed and a TV that's mounted on the wall, which I think is also Hold different. Up, yeah. Can we talk about that bed? The bed. Oh, my God. Some of oh the best gosh. sleep. It was so comfortable. Was so I slept comfortable. so good on that bed. It was the best. I slept so good. Maybe because the boat was rocking and kind of rocked you to sleep too. It did. But like that bed, the pillows, the bedding. All of it. Oh my gosh. Y'all like just book the cruise for the bed. Like stay, forget everything Seriously. else. Just stay in bed all day. <laughs> like, it, was it was so good. You can get room glorious. service 24 seven. So just stay yeah. in bed and order room you service. You really could do a cruise and never leave your room. You and could. just stay in the bed. Hold up. Speaking of, we haven't even dropped this bomb because I just thought of like book the cruise and stay in the bed. And then I don't know why this popped in my head. Chrissy Teigen, John Legend and their kids Mm. were on our cruise. We like buried the lead on this one. Did you see the news today that they came out that she got food poisoning on the cruise? So she hated it. She hated the experience. And she was on our ship. Kurt saw her like twice, I think. Ryan yeah. saw her too. Um, everybody saw her. I didn't. They were in the tower suite. Yep. They were in the really expensive tower suite. And apparently she got really bad food poisoning on the cruise. And she was like, it was the worst experience of my life. And here I, you and I are like, it was the best trip ever. And we I had, had the teeny her. tiny rooms and she had the biggest. So anyhow, back to the room <laughs> after the bed, then you, and you have a wall mounted TV, which is great. Then you get a little couch and desk setup area that also has a ton more storage and mini fridge that pulls out, which was clutch. We use that to put some champagne in later on the trip. And the couch folds down into a twin bed. It's not like a pullout where you have lumpiness. This is just like the backing of the couch flips down and it turns into a full bed. And Ray loved it. Between the cruise ships and the resorts, they have figured the like yeah. the bed. The thing Murphy out. bed. They know a Murphy they've bed. They've added these Murphy beds everywhere. Yeah. In the resorts they've added them on the cruise ships. Like, yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. They're so great. They're so great. And then in our rooms, we booked veranda rooms. So we had balconies. And we did ask them to come and take our partition down so that we had one long balcony that we could share. And that was also key. If you're traveling with your party, 
you got to do that. It was so fun to watch the kids just kind of bounce back and forth between the yep. two rooms. Like and there's one Noah in your room. Or yeah, Ray there was one room. moment uh, <laughs> during the trip where you guys we were all sitting out there enjoying a glass of champagne, I think, before dinner. And the four adults were sitting on the balcony. And you guys were like, wait, where's Noah? And he had gone through our adjoining door and was sitting on the bed watching cartoons with Ray. And it was so precious. So It was great. It was really, really sweet. And there was that great video of the two of them playing like jacks oh, or something on yeah. the balcony together. Yeah. It was really cute. It was great. It really like highly advised you to book in advance to be able to select your rooms. If you're going with party and other families, like get adjoining rooms Get rooms next to each other so you can open up the balconies. Even if you don't have adjoining rooms, if you had like three rooms next to each other and one of them doesn't adjoin, you can still have them open the balconies, which is great. And they will, your stateroom host will come do all that. The room also, you could separate off with this gigantic curtain. So Noah and I'm sure Ray was on the other side of the room. So you could actually almost create a second room in those staterooms which is genius it was a very thick curtain you know i kind of thought about it where i was like we prefer to have a door that we could close for ray but i was like we'll just deal because we're on a cruise ship it was the same it was so great the curtain we would close down um you could still keep lights on on the other side and because it was basically a blackout curtain it didn't seep through to her which was really great Big fan of these rooms. The layout was so perfect. I think there were a couple nights where I went back with Ray when she went to bed to watch her while you guys went out to a couple of the lounges. And I watched TV shows and movies. They have, of course, because it's Disney, they have like um, on demand every Disney movie. So I watched Alice in Wonderland because, you know, on brand for me while Ray slept and it was great. (laughs) Okay, so we haven't talked about the best smartest thing about these staterooms. Which they was? Have split bathrooms. Oh, I just did. I just explained the split bathroom. I'm very fast. Yeah, I explained the split bathrooms. That one you has did? a toilet. Yes, and one has a shower. Where did I go? I don't know. Uh, if you go back about five minutes ago, that's when I mentioned uh, it. Rewind. Um, <laughs> it's the wine. Well, wow. I said I loved them. Um, they were really great. I loved and them also, too. They were great, clearly. The, the lighting was really nice. It was helpful for us. The nightlight in the bathroom? The nightlight. Yeah, we just left it on all the time. It was great. They had So they built under the cabinet lighting, very dim nightlight mm-hmm. in the bathroom. So you could leave that on so you did not stumble around or have to turn on a big bright light and light up the whole stateroom. No, the rooms were, the rooms were great. Yeah. We did have one incident, and I will flag this for those of you with little kids. We threw, because I'm a paranoid person and I don't trust anybody, we threw our passports, wallets, everything into the safe mm. in the stateroom just because I've stayed in enough hotels, I don't trust anybody, put it in the safe. The safe is at toddler height. Oh, yeah. I don't think <laughs> I told you about this. No, no, so, I saw the receiving end of all of this because you came quite um, flustered <laughs> to dinner. Because uh, you were late to dinner, and we sat down, and you came in. You're, like, huffing and puffing. We're like, you good, man? And you had just had to spend all this time <laughs> defusing a bomb, a.k.a. figuring out yeah, how to reopen the safe. <laughs> how to get safe. back into the safe. Because Noah decided he loves buttons, uh-huh. electronic buttons, and had fun. entered multiple wrong codes <laughs> into the safe. And it had locked the thing out for a period of time, and it took me a while uh. to actually, like decipher the messaging coming across on the safe like screen. screen so note to self shut the closet door if you have little ones yeah because they will go straight for the safe and beep 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 
and then you may never get your passports again. So you didn't have to call a cast uh, member though. You, you did it yourself. No, we were able to eventually get back in. It like stopped auto destructing. We were able to get back in the safe. The other thing with the staterooms that I thought was really fun. And I'd seen this on all the postings was that they are magnetic doors. So everybody decorates their doors on the cruise ship. We brought a few magnets. (laughs) I'm glad I did because then it was like, Oh look, we, we also added to the decoration. I brought our magic key. One and a few Disney magnets. Which I thought they had put on there, which I thought was really clever. I was like, oh, did they? Because they know Mm. your magic key holders. Did they throw that on there? No. It was was me. I had my own magic. They thought we were DVC members. Yeah. Did you have anything in your room that was like special DVC stuff? No. No. But for some reason, they thought it said welcome home. There's like a welcome home DVC member magnet on our door. And we were like, well. And then Kurt was like, did you buy DVC and not tell me? <laughs> Which he was like 100% that'd be something you would that do. And I would is exactly like, something you would do. That sounds very I was like, accurate. No, I swear to God, I did not buy into DVC. We are not DVC members yet. As you rip um, the magnet down, like, way, to, way to ruin it for me, Disney. <laughs> but we did have in our room, when we got to our room, uh-huh. two very, and I almost wore it to record tonight, but it's very hot right now, two plush robes. Bottle of champagne and a rose that I had pre-ordered and also had pre-ordered, which he was playing with earlier today, Noah, this backpack with coloring markers on it. They can felt like markers that you can like draw on the backpack with. And so that was kind of cute. It was a nice little thing to have in the room. It actually wasn't that expensive when you looked at the other things, the other upcharges on the ship yeah, to have that champagne and the two robes and like you get robes in your stateroom, but these are robes that you could buy and keep and were fluffier and plusher than the stateroom robes. And we like robes. So it was really, it was a really nice like souvenir from the cruise ship to have yeah. the Disney cruise line robe. Yeah. They looked really cute. I'm not a robe person. I thought about getting them and I was like, they're just going to sit in our closet and never be used. But I know you guys are robe people. So I'm glad you got them. And we got to help share your it's champagne just so cozy later. on a Saturday morning, like yeah. put a robe on and have some coffee. Like it's great. So the next thing that we did after we got into the rooms and everything, we were hungry. So we went and ate at the festival of foods, which is basically like a, Five heaven. window quick service area. What? Heaven. It was heaven. heaven. Dana. It was heaven. It was five windows of pure heaven. The gates, Y'all, the pearly gates. Moment, the pearly gates. And I'll, we'll backtrack in a second, but I have to say this because we're going to probably talk about pirate night next week. But oh. there was a moment we were, we were, we were a little inebriated on pirate a night. Little, All just of a us little. drinking Moe to the point where I bought a bottle of also my new favorite cocktail this summer, Moe Ice. Like yep, that was delicious. When we go to Vegas this summer, we're drinking Moe Ice all oh, yes. the whole time. Like oh, that is spoiler to our listeners. Happen. We're going to Vegas to see um Did we Kelly not say Clarkson. This yet? I don't think we have. We're seeing Kelly Clarkson in Vegas this <laughs> August, and we cannot wait. It's gonna be so much fun. Dana and I are going to Disneyland for a day, and then we're mm-hmm. driving to Vegas. No kids for the whole trip. Mm-mm. We're going to Disneyland, no kids. Then we're going to Vegas. With Kim and all the other fan favorites are coming to all our girls, uh, the Sierras, Carly. Be, they're all going to be there. It's going to oh be my so gosh. fun. Pray for uh, my liver. I cannot <laughs> wait. Is it August so, yet? I know. So anyway, 
So, but I think we're going to be drinking Moe Ice the entire time. Y'all, so we got introduced to this thing called Moe Ice on the cruise ship. We'll talk about it more next week. But it is literally Moe made a champagne that is meant to be served on ice to keep it colder. I don't know what they did. I don't know why it's so delicious. It was so good. It's like the perfect combo of a dry and sweet. Like it's got a hint of sweetness, but it's a dry, like fruit champagne taste. Oh my gosh. Um, so I much loved what it. I drank. Because I always worry about champagne being too sweet. I can't do the sweet stuff. Uh, yeah, but this was this like was perfect. This was so perfect. Uh, but anyhow, oh back to gosh. the festival of the f- food of festival. <laughs> well, because fest- we feast. did attack after, well, I was going to say after so much mohe ice that night. We attacked some we chicken tenders. We found the chicken fingers and french fries. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, they were so good, too. Yeah, no. Y'all, so this all is these- like... <laughs> We're chaotic. We are chaotic right now. (laughs) (laughs) All I got to say is like they knew what they were doing, keeping the chicken fingers open till like one o'clock in the morning or whatever it was. Because 100% drunk millennials with kids who never get out of the house (laughs) drinking moe and ice were like, give me the chicken fingers and french fries and the ranch dressing. Which is what we did. We we put that (laughs) away and remember also all of the cast members who were the broadway performers were also getting the chicken tenders so they're legit guys those chicken tenders are awesome yeah literally Um, everybody talks about the disney cruise line chicken tenders tenders. i get it they're they're so good are they on every ship or just the wish i wasn't clear on that every ship and they're like the famous disney cruise line chicken fingers they're good they are really good i got two two helpings of them two um, so, okay, besides the chicken tenders, which are at Goofy's Grill and, like, burgers and stuff. I didn't try a burger. They also have a barbecue stand, Donald's Cantina taco bar, Hold which up. was we talk awesome. About barbecue. Mickey's yeah. Barbecue. Your husband and I indulged in Mickey's Barbecue multiple times this Yes, this you cruise. did. Y'all, they had brisket, sausage, pulled pork, chicken, mac and cheese, coleslaw, potato salad, baked beans, like, all the things. Cornbread, sweet potato fries. Yep. Like all the things you want. And it was so good. It wasn't bad barbecue. It was, and this is, y'all know, Kansas City. Like, yeah, I am very picky when it comes to barbecue. This was legit good barbecue on the cruise ship. I have no idea how they did it because they don't have a smoker on the ship. I don't know what they did, but it was absolutely delicious. And frankly, could eat every meal at this thing. And we just make excuses of swimming by and get a plate of sausage with some um, mac and cheese or something. It was It was so, so good. good. The ribs were so tender. It just like fell off the bone. Oh my gosh, the, the ribs. They, they were so good. So, so they had that. They had I Daisy's. don't know which one I liked more because they had a pizza spot and they had the cantina, Donald's Daisy's cantina. Daisy's Pizza. Yeah. I didn't try Daisy's Pizza, but I did really like we the did. tacos. How was the pizza? The pizza was good. Daisy's Pizza oh, was good. Okay. We went there a few times. That was so good if you were like, oh, we just had three glasses of Moe ice. I need something in my body. And you'd walk by Daisy's Pizza and be like, can I have a slice of pepperoni? And they'd be like, here you go. No, what we did when we Genius. were ha- when we did have Moe on ice, we went to the chicken <laughs> tenders line and got those. Chicken dinner and fries. All the sauces, literally the amount of sauces on this quick service part of this cruise ship. And then in between it, they had like four bars out there that you could just go pick up more drinks at. They had the cantina, they had the grill, they had the barbecue, and then they had the pizza. And then 
They had the ice cream. Ice cream. Oh, Ray, that picture, I will post it, but she has her eyes closed. She's walking. She looks like a little teenager because she's got these short shorts on (laughs) and she's got this ice cream and her eyes are closed and she's like mid bite of ice cream. And it's like that girl is the happiest she's ever been in her life in this photo. So key point to being on deck nine. This was on deck 11, just two flights of stairs up. Easy to get Mm -hmm. to. Also, this is where all the beverage stations were on the ship. So sodas, tea, coffee, all free, included with your cruise ship yep. price or whatever you want to call it. We brought our big like water bottles and stuff. You could go up there, fill it up with water at night, whatever you wanted. They also had hot tea. Like the amount of tea bag selections they had up there was so insane. Much. It was all free. Anything you wanted non-alcoholic, except for like Dole Whip, which you had to pay for, was included. Oh, not to mention, because we're going to talk about lounges, but this counts as the quick service food. Up by the splash pad, which we'll talk about next week too, they had the Dole Whip stand. Yeah. Oh my gosh, y'all. I had, but what they did is instead of traditional Dole Whip like you get in the parks, it was a Dole Whip smoothie is what they had. And then they put rum inside of it. And it was the best cocktail when it's hot as can be out. You're laying in the sun. This was the greatest thing I've had in a while. Dole Whip smoothie with rum for the week. Oh, I love it. I love it. Anyway. Okay. Well, we could talk forever Can't about tell we all love of this. The food. <laughs> Can you tell? Can you tell? Um, we have so much to tell you guys about with the food because we did the dining rotation. We ate more of the quick service. We have the food on Castaway Cake. We went to a Michelin star restaurant. Oh, just that. Just... We went to Enchanté. Yeah, just a little Michelin star restaurant on the ship. But we cannot give you all of this information today (laughs) because otherwise this is going to be a seven hour long podcast, like I said before. So I think we should cut it off here tonight and then we will pick this back up. Next time we might have a few more guests joining us. Who knows? And The husbands might be here. The husbands. Because they have a lot of opinions about the food and the booze as well. So And the shows. We didn't even mention the shows. We saw all of them. Gosh, the shows. So we will get into all of it with you all. Food, we got to cover the food, the booze, and the entertainment. Yeah. But with that, thank you guys again for listening. You all know that if you want me to help book you a Disney cruise, now that I am a Disney cruise expert, I'm just going to appoint myself that, but I do know my ins and outs. <laughs> uh, reach out. We will. I'll send you a free price quote. They've got up to spring 2024 bookings are available for the Disney cruise. We also have 2024 Alani, Hawaii's Alani are available. Just know that nothing in 2024 for Disneyland or, or uh, Disney World are available. Dude, don't even get me started. I want to go to Alani. Should we do so Alani? Bad. I mean, I've been there. I want to go back. Let's do it. Well, that's the next one that we'll plan. So we've done that's a the cruise. Next trip. Okay, let's do it. Done. All right, check. All right. Sorry, Gordon okay. Ryan, that's happening. Oh, were we going to invite them? We haven't decided that. We haven't discussed oh, if we're bringing the yeah. families. Yeah, of course we are. We can't not. <laughs> um, also, my husband edits our podcast, so we have to tell him that we're bringing him. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, look, we'll have much more. We're going to post a lot of these correlating photos and videos on Instagram this week. We'll have much more next week and probably the week after. And then we have to do our whole Disney World recaps, too. Y'all, we got like the summer covered in podcasts, I think, at this point. Basically. All right, folks. We'll have a great week and we will talk to you again next week. See ya.